Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter. What do you get when you poke a hole in a cauldron? Joe, I don't know. You tell me. You tell me, Joe. <laughs> you get the leaky cauldron. No, you're not. You're not enjoying that. It is true. No, you got me. You got yeah, me. It is a leaky cauldron if you do poke a hole in it. So, ask Fair me enough. if I ask me if I forgot my joke the second I pressed record, and I was like, ah, okay, no, no turning back from here. So I just said leaky cauldron. That's actually not bad. I'll. You know, it's actually even better now that I know that. So. All right. It was off kudos, the cuff. Kudos to you. Kudos. Shout out me. Like, look at. I'm actually moving on up in the world. Maybe I'll become a comedian after this. Maybe that's my next. No. Don't don't quit your day job. Um. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever. Okay. Whatever, Jacob. I'm not pissed or anything. Like, not at all. Whatever. Sure. Okay. Chill, man. Is you don't have to get angry with me. I, I, you just, just don't get angry with me, okay? I, don't get angry with me, or I will spend all of harry potter's galleons on hiring lord voldemort to come and use a charm a curse charm on you whoa yeah that was very villainous of you i don't know if i like that um we're gonna have to talk about this later i'm sorry, sorry. That, was, that was a little bit much you know you know jacob before i get into more of a angry state can you please just take us forward with Harry Potter, chapter four of just another chapter. Wait, that made no sense. Can you just take us forward with just another chapter? Chapter four of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, The Leaky Cauldron. Sure thing, yeah. The Leaky Cauldron um, is chapter four and that's where we're gonna begin today. And yeah, no, we're basically where we left off. Harry was left in um, Diagon Alley um, just after leaving uh, the Dursleys because he had enough with them. So he's spending some time in Diagon Alley and uh, sleeping at the Leaky Cauldron. So for the first time basically ever, he's kind of free to do whatever he wants for these last few weeks. At 13, summer, that's crazy. At 13, this is the most freedom he's ever really had. And he doesn't even really feel like going back to the muggle world at all. So like the order that Cornelius Fudge gave to him to stay there, he, he's perfectly fine with it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. almost like it's a, like a candy shop for a little kid where he just has the whole, all these stores, these shops in Diagon Alley they could explore, but he's most interested in quality Quidditch supplies. Um, it's his favorite shop. Of course, he's a big fan of Quidditch. And there's a new broom, a prototype for a broom, the Firebolt. And this is a really good broom. It goes zero to 120 miles per hour in 10 seconds. And the price is given only on request. So obviously it's just a bit of a pipe dream for Harry. He's not going to buy, he's not going to waste all his money on it. Is it like yeah, a Range Rover? It's like, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like the Cadillac, the Range Rover, whatever the cliche. I'm pretty sure if you go on sticks. Range Rover's website, you can't get the price. Is that a thing? I, like, I know on some, like, I don't want to ask Martin for sure you can't get it. Like, like those super high up cars, but like Range Rover, I'm pretty sure you can't get the price. So this is the Range Rover of, of broomsticks in <laughs> the wizarding world. And Harry's not going to buy it yet. At least he's going to save his money. 
because um, he knows he still has a few years left uh, before um, he's on his own. So he still has a lot of money, but he's not going to spend it all on the broomstick. But he, um, yeah, he goes and he buys all his stuff for the following year. Mm. And he finds out he, uh, he already has one of the books that Hagrid gave him um, as he got from a gift for his birthday. But he also needs a few other books. Um, one is Unfogging the Future by Cassandra Vablatsky. But his eyes are kind of preoccupied by another book. Um, they're locked on the death omens and what to do with them and he's kind of has this feeling that like this book like calls to him it's a familiar book and whatnot but eventually he heads back to his room and um says to himself in the mirror it it can't have been a death omen i was panicking when i saw that thing in magnolia crescent it was probably just a stray dog in reference to when he was picked up by the night bus there was a strange creature lurking in the shadows so that's what he's kind of thinking of. He has that connection with that book, the Death Omens book, but he's kind of shrugging it off saying it's not, not too much of a big deal. So it's getting really close to the term. And of course, Ron, Hermione and everyone, they're in Diagon Alley now. They're getting their own supplies. And he tells them about the situation with Aunt Marge, how that went down. Yeah, and obviously Ron thought it was a little more funny than Hermione did. And he's kind of... Um, like, you know what, you probably didn't get a punishment because you're, in fact, Harry Potter. And, I mean, Ron's got a point. Um, I think he does. Yeah. But it turns out they're all staying at the Leaky Cauldron as well. The Hermione is staying there. Uh, all the Weasleys are staying there. And um, uh, they're going to go buy um, some extra creatures at the shop uh, before they head back. And... Hermione says she wants an owl and Ron um, doesn't need an owl, but he's he wants to fix up Scabbers because Scabbers didn't have a good trip in Egypt and he's not the same now. And as they go into the shop, um, the witch recommends um, that Ron actually get a new new rat. But Ron's like, no, this is this is my homeboy Scabbers. But she's like, OK, well, you can have this rat tonic instead. Scabbers nearly escapes and eventually they find him. And then they also find out that Hermione didn't actually get an owl. She got a cat instead. Crookshank. So might be a, might, a cat named Crookshank. And there might be a little bit of beef between a cat and a mouse. I know it's pretty natural, but we'll see about that. It's like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's what it, it may be. A little foreshadowing for you. Eventually they meet back up with Arthur Weasley. And Harry asks him about Sirius Black. Mr. Weasley says that the ministry is, of course, looking for him. And we're actually, everyone in the ministry is not doing their regular jobs. They're actually looking at, at uh, the situation with Sirius Black. And they keep, uh, they keep meeting all the rest of the Weasleys. They meet up with Percy. And he's in a great mood as uh, he's almost acting like a mayor uh, when he greets Harry. He's all polished and everything because he's the head boy in his final year at Hogwarts everyone's there fred and george the plump redhead Ginny, all of them Ooh. Having, Wait, are, you uh, are you saying Ginny's the plump redhead now no no bro she's 12 comma. she's 12 bro, bro but stop putting words in my mouth comma and comma Ginny, plump redhead okay. comma okay Ginny. anyways the group they have dinner they um they have a night and they find out the ministry of magic is providing them cars for assistance for them to get to King's Cross uh, on the day that they're heading back to Hogwarts. 
And as Mr. Weasley is saying this, he's letting them know about this. His eye, his ears go red, just like Ron. So it's almost like something uh, else is going on with the idea that they're getting uh, uh, travel assistance to get there. And as people are packing up all their stuff, Ron and Percy are arguing over some missing things because um, they need to get ready for the next day. And then Harry offers to go help them out and go find their stuff. He goes down the hall and this is where he overhears the Weasley parents speak. And they are saying that Harry has the right to know about the situation. And what is the situation? Is that Sirius Black is after him. And they say that if he hadn't been uh, picked up by the night bus that night, he would be dead. Uh, Miss Weasley thinks that he'll be safe at Hogwarts. Sirius Black apparently had been talking in his sleep before his escape saying he is at Hogwarts. He is at Hogwarts, said Arthur Weasley. And Dumbledore knows all about this situation. He has agreed reluctantly to allow Azkaban guards at Hogwarts for this semester because there's obviously need for a little extra protection due to the escape of Sirius Black. So Harry goes back uh, into his room and after he overheard all that stuff, and he actually agrees with Mr. Weasley that he'll probably be better at Hogwarts anyways. And the chapter ends with Harry thinking aloud saying he escaped uh, Lord Voldemort three times and he basically thinks I'm not going to be murdered and the mirror replies back to him saying that's the spirit dear as they go to bed and the next day they're going to be going to Hogwarts and that's where the chapter ends. A lot of intrigue from that dialogue from the Weasleys um, at the end of the night basically kind of giving us the answer of why the minister basically greeted Harry there and had him uh, tucked away in the leaky cauldron, Joe. Yeah. Um, so basically, Cornelius Fudge thinks the man is slick as hell and he thinks that he can get away with everything without Harry, Ron, and Hermione getting to the bottom of why something happened. Like, hello, do you not know who these three are? You're talking to the 11 year old who took down Lord Voldemort. Now 13. No, no, but oh, well, he, he, 11 at the time. Yeah. The 11 year old who took down Lord Voldemort, three 11 year olds. You're looking at then the 12 year old who basically destroyed the Chamber of Secrets and exposed Gilderoy Lockhart for the fraud that he is. And now you have them being like, ha, yeah, let me lie to them. And especially when Ron's dad works at the Ministry of Magic and the entire Weasley clan has fucking big mouths. Are you kidding me, Cornelius? You think we wouldn't get to the bottom of this? It didn't even last 10 pages. Yeah, we literally get the answer to that kind of mysterious why the Minister of Magic, the most kind of the head of the, the ministry is basically escorting uh, Harry into a kind of safe space, a safe location where he's got eyes and ears kind of keeping an eye on him. We got the answer already, which is really interesting, right to the point. And that's kind of gets to the point of what we were saying um, before this is it's already picking up really quickly in this book compared to the Chamber of Secrets. We're already getting some a lot of intrigue. There's a rogue wizard on the loose who escaped Azkaban and he's allegedly plotting to kill Harry. So there's already a lot of worry surrounding the main character in this story um, for the rest of this book. And I'm here for it. It's really interesting already. So this is something that I mentioned to you right before we pressed record is that I feel as through the first four chapters of this book that JKR has gone very comfortable 
in writing these characters. It seemed as if in the first two books, so in the first book is you could tell very much that it was a kid's book. That's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a children's book. But then as you start reading the second book, you're like, okay, like they already went through like a life altering experience. Harry went through two within the span of 12 months. Let's like, you know, like maybe it's time to just bring these kids up and make them a little bit more mature than they already are. It didn't really happen in Chamber. It's kind of like this teetering saw of, are they going to be mature or is it still a kid's book? But then I feel as if in this book, it's, J.K.R. hit the nail perfectly. Through the first four chapters, you can really sense just how much these characters have grown up in three years with one another and just really able to, to just like do simple things like be in Diagon Alley alone when really Ron, Harry, and Hermione, their history at Diagon Alley together has always been negative. If we go back to, I think it was like chapter five in Chamber when uh, Arthur Weasley and... Lucius Malfoy got into yeah. a fight and then Harry got lost and ended up at, at Borgen and Blur. Uh, no. The yeah, Borg uh the Borg Mr. Borgen shop. Borg yeah, like Burke, the yeah. like the dark wizard shop. Like they don't have a good history together, but it's like they're just mature enough to do it alone and just enjoy it. And like Hermione's parents dropping her off and, and they're just like cutting, like they're like, Yeah, I don't want to see any of this shit again. Yeah, they just, they're really getting to the point where they're really basically like the saviors of the wizarding world. That's what it seems like, at least. And that's basically where this book already starts. There's already death threats against Harry uh, through the grapevine. We know that he's being plotted against. And if it wasn't for the night bus, yeah, maybe there was uh, some intrigue that could have happened that night after he wandered off into the night and that's what this chapter is basically setting up is that this is not going to be i mean it's never a normal year at hogwarts when harry potter's there but it's Mm -hmm. definitely not going to be a normal year there's going to be guards from azkaban who are going to be patrolling hogwarts as there's credible threats against wizards but especially harry potter so i don't know it's going to be a very 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 interesting year with um I mean, wizarding guards yeah. uh, <laughs> holding down the fort at Hogwarts. Yeah, exactly. And then we also get the introduction of Dementors in this chapter, who that, if you remember from the movies, Dementors, like, were such a scary thing. And and it, like, we knew from the movies that, you know, like, nobody really wanted Dementors because Dumbledore had said he didn't want Dementors. And that's what Arthur Weasley told the kids um, while they were at the Leaky Cauldron, similar to what happened in the book here. But just kind of seeing it written out, seeing that Dumbledore himself does not want the Dementors, it just hits different. It, it, it literally just hits different. Yeah, I mean, the, wi- the wisest and probably the best wizard in the entire world mm-hmm. is very suspicious or suspect about this situation. He doesn't want the Dementors. So you know that um, because of his point of view on it, that there's what good will come from it i don't know it's yet to be seen but if he's kind of skeptical about it then you know it's going to be uh maybe a bumpy ride to say the least but yeah um i don't know i guess this was a very interesting chapter and it's literally only the fourth chapter so far but it we still got a lot of kind of intrigue and a lot of foreshadowing for the rest of the book but aside from i guess the the answers we got from why fudge was there was there anything else that stuck out to you from this um this chapter just the amount of details that we had 
in this chapter. I like I've said it before. I love any chapter that takes place in Diagon Alley, just because I think Diagon Alley is the most wonderful place in the freaking world. But um, just really the, like the detail of just seeing Harry, like okay, he's in this shop, but he can't stop thinking about the Quidditch shop, and then he bumps into this person, who then bumps into that person, just all together, and then going into the shop, like it's everything is described so vividly, and then you kind of take a full three, a full one eighty from the super happy-go-lucky part of Harry's life to the part where Harry finds out that Sirius Black is going to kill him through the through the talking of Arthur and um, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Weasley. So, like, I think just what I liked is, is the contrast of good and bad in the chapter, but also just how fun it was and just the details. And this is honestly, like, one of my favorite chapters in the entirety of the Harry Potter series so far, which is interesting because... When I was uploading, um, when I was uploading episode one of this book, the podcast, um, the Owl Post, I, I use a website that like has all the names, so I don't mess up any of the spelling of the chapter names. But the website I use has it also has like where they rank in terms of best mm-hmm. chapters of the book, and this is one of the three worst chapters in the book, according to that website. Yeah, according to yeah. that website. Really, this chapter four. Chapter four. It's like one of the really? it's one of, one of like the three or four like bottom two ones, which speaks so highly of how good the rest of this book is going to be. Because honestly, like this is I think this is like the pivoting chapter of where Harry. Wait, Potter, sorry, one of the bottom chapters in this book or in the entire series? In this book. In this book. Oh, okay. okay. No, are you kidding me? This yeah. this is nowhere near how bad Norbert the Norwegian dragon was. <laughs> are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, no, I, I was a little I was a little confused there, but that makes more sense. Because I I like this chapter. I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think I mean there was a lot of um intrigue, but it, I think the best part was um just the hear oh Harry always overhears stuff. He's always there to <laughs> to find out what's actually happening. And that's I think that was a, a nice setup for the rest of the well, at least most of the rest of the story, I'm assuming. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's really interesting. And we don't know, aside from uh, Sirius Black mm-hmm. being an alleged um, co-conspirator with Voldemort, we don't know exactly what his motives are to mm-hmm. kill Harry, aside from just being a friend of Voldemort. And I don't know, there's, we don't know yet, but that's, that's what's great about it, is we get this right off the top, basically, of the story. And now it's going to be with us until we get an answer so i don't know good for uh, i can't i'm kind of surprised that this is one of the bottom chapters but yeah. i mean it, it does make uh this book seem like it's gonna be really interesting so i'm happy to hear that actually like the one thing i will say about this chapter that i think did lack slightly is just a constant flow i felt as if it was very like the chapter mm-hmm. was separated into three separate part so we had the the first part where it was just harry alone in diagon alley and then the second part where he meets up with the gang and then the third part where he overhears what's happening Mm. i would have liked it for it to flow i know jkr tried to make it flow from like the second to third part where they went upstairs after dinner and then percy ended up losing his thing and then harry's like i don't want to be here so he just left he just left the room but i just felt as if there needed to be a little bit more of a little bit of come see come sir to make it to make it like flow fair that's fair um i i kind of agree with that i think 
I think it, I think it was pretty solid, but I, I think, yeah, the way it kind of is kind of separated instead of have a cron like a real kind of nice stream of the idea of what this chapter really is setting up um, for the next one. Um, was there any standout characters for you aside from our, our guy, um, HP? You could, it has to be Hermione Granger. I think just Hermione coming into her own, like I'm the biggest Hermione Granger fan. Like I think she's great, but there's, I feel as if like the more and more like these chapters progress, the more and more she's coming into her character and the more and more that JKR is feeling comfortable in writing her character because you kind of have this one where she's no longer just book smart. She's also street smart and she's also funny and she's also intelligent in every sense of the word. So I think like, I'm just going to say like my chapter hero was, I mean, it was Harry Potter, but like Hermione came a very close second just because of how intriguing she continues to be in the wizarding world and in Harry Potter's life. Are you team Crookshanks or are you team Scabbers? And then I feel like I'd be spoiling the book if I said which which team I I'm I'm team Crookshanks. I was okay, always team jo- I was always team John team. You're Tom. not a, you're not a fan of rats. Nah, I, I don't like rats. All right, fair, fair. Do you, are you, are you, which one are you? Are you team Crookshanks? Or no, team... I'm probably team Crookshanks as well. Yeah, like who's gonna who, be like... who carries around rats? I don't care if this is the Wizarding World and it's weird or it's it's normalized. Like, why would you want like a an exotic animal, the rat instead of an owl or a an exotic? I don't know. Isn't that what the 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 store was called? Exotic creatures or something? Isn't that what it's described as? Yeah, but you're not going to say a cat is an exotic creature, are you? Well, that's what the the shop is. That's where no, she No, I know, fishies. but it's, it's it's we also go to PetSmart to buy like fishies, to buy like goldfish. Okay, but that's and goldfish that's not what stupid. that's not what my point is. I'm saying It like, is though. <laughs> no, because okay. they sell owls, they sell rat, uh, the rats and and cats at the same shop. That's just that's not really what I'm getting at. I'm saying why would why would anyone want a rat in that occasion? Of you can have an owl, you can have a toad, you could have a um, a cat. Why would you pick a rat? This, like that's my point. I feel like it's the cheapest one because it's the least appealing animal. And you know, Mr. Weasley wasted their seven hundred galleons on a fucking trip to Egypt. He did get a new wand. Ron did get a new wand. So that's that's a twelve inches. His wand was 12 inches, not his piece. He's 13. That's kind of weird if I said that. All right. All right. I, f- I, found, uh, I found a way to make a kid's book dirty. I'm- let's uh, let's get right to... Um, was, there, was there a line quote um, <laughs> that you were uh, fond of, Joe? I had a couple. I'm just going to say... So you mentioned one of mine earlier um, where it was basically like, well, you didn't get in trouble because you're Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I love that line. Um, I think I mean, the, is the he wrong? No, he's not wrong whatsoever. Not I remember wrong. like reading it and I was like, I didn't have a pen next to me. And I was like, I'm getting, yeah, this is like a, this is a quote that you can't forget. Like it's one of those. But then like I went back and I was just like looking over more quotes this morning, like before uh, preparing for the podcast. And like one quote that really stood out for me is, and this goes back to my love for Hermione, this chapter is just mm-hmm. like, so Ron is telling her like, what are you doing muggle studies for? Said Ron, rolling his eyes at Harry. You're muggle-born. Your mom and dad are muggles. You already know all about muggles. And yeah. then Hermione responds, quote, but it'll be fascinating to study with to study them from the wizarding point of view, said Hermione earnestly. 
like homegirl is so intent on being the smartest person in the universe that she actually just wants to like learn about her own kind if for a better for like a lack of words a lack of better words yeah that is pretty it's pretty bizarre um it's like writing an writing an autobiography on yourself and then studying your own autobiography it's like basically kind of extra kind of yeah. extra but i mean that's that's her persona that's who she is she wants to be the best and i mean do you blame oh, her yeah. that's 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 her her motive i i don't blame her i think no, that's, you can't blame her that's just who she is what about um, you jacob give me a line or quote that really stood out to you this chapter or even a passage a page a yeah everything my favorite i kind of uh gave it away but it was definitely the the harry snooping around and overhearing uh the weasley speak and it's just kind of i don't know it was very interesting they're just basically like he he needs to know you you have to let him know and um it goes like this do you really want to send harry back to school without without that hanging over him for heaven's sake he's happy not knowing i don't want to make him uh, miserable i want him to put his guard up retorted mr weasley you know what harry and ron are like wandering off by themselves they ended up in the forbidden forest twice but harry mustn't do that this year when i think that what could uh, have happened to him that night he ran away from home if the night bus hadn't picked him up I'm prepared to bet that he would have been dead before the ministry found him. Jesus. Yeah. Like they are basically like, we know, we know Harry and we know our son. We know what they're like. They just, they got to know. And that's um, basically what Mr. Weasley is getting at. He's like, they need to know, they need to be prepared. And I mean, given the fact that the whole ministry of magic is looking for serious black I agree. Let him know. I mean, Harry ended up finding out anyways. And of course he would tell Ron and Hermione, but it just makes sense. And I'm, I'm with Mr. Weasley. I'm team team Arthur on this one. Um, you have to tell them. You have to tell them. And based off of <laughs> what they've done in the past two years at Hogwarts, as best that they know, they best be prepared for what's coming for them um, this term. Um. What, what uh can we just quickly go back to, to one thing that stood out uh because just by you mentioning arthur weasley's name it just reminded me that he fucking bred a useless child in percy weasley more if we, we come in with some percy slander dog dog yo how are you gonna tell me that this man percy weasley is so full of himself right that he's getting his brothers to to write head boy like on their on his head boy badge <laughs> big head boy yeah. I, like they're violating his 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 rights as a wizard cornelius fudge <laughs> should not be going after like serious black he should be going after fred and george weasley for violating their brother <laughs> yeah no i i don't know percy is he's something I, I don't know god bless bless the weasleys they're they're a lot there's a lot going on there and it's it's forever interesting those dynamics i love it i i will never <laughs> get tired of the weasleys like ever yeah. in my life um the, the malfoys on the other hand no, i will still never here. get tired of them I, get I, them I'm out of sorry. here i can't get, get tired of, of them they're just fun they're fun 
fun that's that's what you're describing them as they're fun because they're so intriguing because you want to like even with fun you can i let let me explain let me explain okay even with voldemort i i find myself being like why are you the way you are like why did going to an orphanage mess you up that much i understand this guy this guy's a neutral chaotic look at him look at this guy (laughs) i I like beef i like beef all right fair enough no chicken though Oh, oh! All right, all right. Well, I don't know if is, there's nothing else um, you'd like to add. We'll just no. wrap it up right there, I guess. That was just another chapter, chapter four. And oh, we got it. We got to chapter ratings. Chapter ratings. Oh, no, no chapter ratings. Five out of five. You gave a five out of five. Okay. Yeah, right. it's more of like a four and a half out of five, but like leading towards the five. Okay, I gave it four out of five. Um because it was very interesting it couldn't be five out of five for me though i just there wasn't enough there was a lot and there was a lot of intrigue and it's a lot of good setup but it's still not a five yet for me but i'm sure there's gonna be plenty of fives in this book for sure even the next chapter has the potential to be a five yeah you'll have to stay tuned and check that out tomorrow for our ratings just in our chapter jacob and joe this was chapter four the Leaky Cauldron. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter. 